It's amazing to me how many people desire to grow in their walk with God, regardless of where they are in the journey. So they ask for more faith. Many people pray for it. Other people say, if I come to church, maybe I'll just serendipitously get it. However, the scripture is very clear about how we get more faith. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God as Romans chapter 10 verse 17 reminds us. So our prayer for you as you hear this message is that your faith would go from where it is to where God intends it to be. Grow as you hear this word. I dare you to trust them. I dare you to trust them. No matter what it looks like, I dare you to trust them. God never ceases to amaze me. And I'm gonna get ahead of myself for a second, but it's okay. Today I'm going to talk to you about expecting the unexpected. And in order for you to expect the unexpected, you got to trust them. You got yeah. to put your faith in him. A lot of times we try things on our own and we don't seem to get anywhere. We try to fight these battles on our own and we don't get anywhere. But the Bible says that all you need is faith the size of a mustard seed. And with that faith, you can move mountains. With that faith, you can do the impossible. So church, I dare you to trust them. I dare you to trust them. God, as we come now, God, I ask that you will rest, rule, and abide as you already have in this place. But I ask that you rest, rule, and abide in me. That is not my will, but your will be done in this moment. God, I'm asking that you decrease Michael and increase you. That someone may hear the word that is spoken and say, God, I'm expecting the unexpected. And I know that I can't expect it without you. God, do what only you can. And it's in Jesus' name that I pray and I decree that it is so. Can we all say amen and amen again? Well, good morning, Citadel. Good morning, Citadel. I don't know about you, but I will trust. <laughs> I will trust. 
If you have your Bibles, can you turn to Acts 3, verses 1 through 10? And it reads, one day, Peter and John were going to the temple at the time of prayer at three in the afternoon. Now a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gates called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked, him, looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I have I give you in the name of Jesus Christ of, of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up. And instantly, the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him. They recognized him as the same man who used to sit and beg at the temple gates called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. And I've already told you if I had to pick a title for this sermon or a topic point, it would be expect the unexpected <clears throat> church I want you to think on these questions I'm getting ready to ask you if a stranger were to ask you for a handout what would you most likely do and then ask yourself why would you do it two how would you feel towards people who are poor, homeless, or obviously needy? Have you ever just disregarded them? Number three, what do you remember about a time when you yourself or somebody in your family was very sick? hurt or even had some type of setback that may have crippled you or them before we tackle this text i want to give you a little background of where i'm headed before jesus was hung on the cross for our sins he met with his disciples and he explained to them what was going to take place in just a few days in John 14 and 12, Jesus tells his disciples, 
Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have, I have been doing, and they will do even greater things because I am going to the Father. If I could just break this down for a second, Jesus was telling his crew, look, y'all, y'all seen the works I've done, and I expect whoever believes in me to do what I've done and some. It wasn't long after the meeting that Jesus had with his disciples that he was crucified, buried, and resurrected. Now, when we get into Acts 3, I want you to notice the mindset of this lame man. As we look at it, this brother's mindset, uh, the description of the crippled man from birth emphasized his hopeless condition. If you continue to read uh, the book of Acts, it will tell you that this crippled man was over 40 years old. Can you imagine being crippled from birth, never knowing what it is to be independent? We often think of physical elements as the only thing that can cripple us. Well, saints, I got news for you. You can be crippled by vain conceit. You can be crippled by depression. You can be crippled by homelessness and hopelessness. You can be crippled by anxiety. You can be crippled by adultery. You can be crippled by drugs. You can be crippled by alcoholism. And in some cases, it can even be your mate. Just like our lame brother, these time, in these times, you can feel ostracized. You can feel disliked, unwanted, overlooked, unloved, and a host of other emotions. But let me clarify, if I was in this brother's shoes, this is exactly how I would feel. Now, the Bible does not express that this is how the lame man felt. As we look at verses 1 and 2, we see that Peter and John was headed to the temple to pray at three in the afternoon. Now, I need y'all to remember that our brother arrived early that morning to beg for money. This was how he made his living. And there's something that I need y'all to catch right here. <clears throat> Every day, the lame man was carried to the temple gates. The temple gates. Every day, the lame man was carried to Citadel of Faith. Why not the tax collector house? Why not the market? Or even the on and off ramps of your local expressway. The Bible never says that this man was faithless. I, could think of a, I couldn't think of a better place to be carried to. I'm of the persuasion that this brother knew God and also knew the church folks was going to look out for him because he could not look out for himself. 
we all know that the Bible says that if a man don't work, a man don't eat. Well, saints, that was this man's job. His job was to go beg for money. This brother never had the mindset to accept that his situations could change. Some of us stay in situations that we know are no good for us. And some even try to get out. But because of our mindsets, we become stuck. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, activate your power. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, activate your power. <clears throat> As Peter and John approached the temple to pray, the crippled man was expecting them to give him money. Now remember, I told you in John 14 and 12 that Jesus makes an amazing statement. Again, he said, very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing and they will do it even greater than I. That's what he said. Read it. John 14 and 12. I need you all to know that Jesus performed many amazing and wonderful works. One, he raised the dead. Two, he walked on water. Three, he fed the multitude. And that's just to name a few. How can it be true that those who have faith in him can't perform the same miracles that he just told us in John 14 and 12? And more. Jesus was not saying that every Christian should walk on water. Every Christian can raise the dead. He wasn't saying that. But the Bible tells us in Corinthians that he has all given us a gift. And know that your gift will make room. So Mike, what did Jesus mean? <clears throat> what did Jesus mean when he said his faithful followers will do greater works than me? I'm glad you asked. Without a shadow of a doubt, the works of Jesus, his followers would be greater. I need you to realize that Jesus' earthly ministry um, had been largely limited to only Galilee and Judea. His disciples, however, were going to extend his ministry to the other most parts of the earth. When we look at Matthew 28, 19, and 20, which is the Great Commission, Jesus is telling his disciples, Go ye therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit, and teach them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always, even until the end of the age. We see here in Acts 3, 4, which read, Peter looked straight at him, as did John, then said, look at us. He commanded that man to look him in the eye. 
Peter said, look at us. So the man gave him his attention. Expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said to them, said to him, silver and gold I do not have, but what I have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. It was at this point that Peter used the power given unto him by the Holy Spirit to perform this healing miracle for the crippled man. In these scriptures, we see the lame man was expecting them to probably give him money. But the unexpected was way better than what he expected. Citadel, I need you to understand that expectation and faith go hand in hand. The commonality between these two actions, action is the thing that brings expectation and faith together. Hebrews 11 and 1 tell us that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. It is because of this brother's faith and his obedience that he was healed. If you look at Jesus' ministry and the things that he's done over the time when he was on this earth, it wasn't a lot of times that Jesus laid hands on people. I need you to catch it was their faith that made them whole. I preached before about the woman with the issue of blood. She touched the hem of his garment. Jesus knew that the virtue had went from him. Right? He knew that the virtue had went from him. But what Jesus did not do, he did not go and say, let me lay hands on you and heal you. It was because this woman had the faith to believe that the unexpected could happen, that it happened. Acts 3, 7 through 10. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up. And instantly, the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet. He began to walk. He went with them into the temple courts. Adam, can you put that slide up for me? I want you to see what the, the gate of beautiful looked like. This is where that man was carried every day for years to beg for money to make ends meet. Can you all imagine that? We don't know how far this man had to walk. We don't know how long the journey was, but this man was carried every day to the gates called Beautiful. And people would just walk by him, probably throw money, some would, some wouldn't. Go into the temple courts and they would worship and praise God. 
But again, he jumped to his feet and he began to walk. Then he went with them, Peter and John, into the temple courts, walking, jumping, and praising God. When all the people saw him praising God, they recognized him again as the same man who used to sit at these temple gates begging for money. They were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. Church, while you have expectations, I need you to know that is not your will, but his will that must be done. The Bible tells us in the third chapter of Ephesians and the 20th verse that God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly more than you can ask or think according to the power that worketh in you. Citadel Church, you have the power. Church, we need to activate that power that has been given to us by the Holy Spirit. Citadel, I don't know about you, but Brandon, I'm closing already. As the Clark sister said, I'm looking for a miracle and I'm expecting the impossible. But let me tell you why I'm expecting the impossible. It says later on in that verse, the sky is the limit to what I can have. I said the sky is the limit to what you can have. That means this, Citadel. With God, all things are possible. Some of you might say, Mike, tell me why you can have it. Well, I'm glad you asked me to tell you why I can have it. I can have it because in the church I grew up in, we grew up on hymns. And the hymn says, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and his righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly leaning on Jesus' name. On Christ, the solid rock I stand. No other ground is sinking sand. Citadel, I need you to know that there is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain. There is power in the name of Jesus to break the chains of depression. There is power in the name of Jesus to break the chain of poverty. There is power in the name of Jesus to break cancer. There is power in the name of Jesus to do whatever needs to be done. Citadel, I need you to expect the unexpected. I need you to expect the unexpected. Because as long as God is in it, there is no limits. If God is in it, there is no limits. We serve a limitless God. A limitless God. 
whatsoever you asked in my name all you have to do is ask whatsoever you asked in my name he can perform it again God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly more than you can ask or think Brandon take me to be He's able, church. He's able, church. He's able, church. If you know like I know, he's able, church. I can give you five reasons, Daddy, why he's able. Reason number one, he woke you up this morning. Reason number two, he woke you up this morning. Reason number three, guess what? He woke you up this morning. Reason number four, he woke you up this morning. Reason number five, he woke you up this morning. Guess what? Reason number six, he woke you up this morning. Reason number seven, I tell you, he woke you up this morning. Reason number eight, he woke you up this morning. Reason number nine, he woke you up this morning. Reason number 10, he woke you up this morning. He enclosed you in your right mind. He gave you the activities of your limbs. He put your feet on straight street. Hey! You serve a mighty good God, yeah. You serve a mighty good God, yeah. Expect the unexpected. You're turning over to Jesus. And I declare he's going to work it out in your favor. Amen. 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 Asia, come on. There may be one. And I, I told Asia she was doing this. But there may be somebody out here who's expecting the unexpected. Who needs God to do a miracle in your life I want you to know despite everything you're going through trials and tribulations only come to make you stronger if we did not need him he wouldn't be here they only come to increase our faith they only come to increase our faith Citadel, again, expect the unexpected. Expecting the unexpected, he said, could only be done when we trust. I don't know about you, but I have to admit that I have a hard time trusting. The things that I have put my trust in always seem to let me down. When I trust in my job, it lets me down. 
when I trust in friends, even well-meaning ones, they can let me down. My car, which I get in every morning, sometimes it'll let me down. So I know that I'm not the only one who has a hard time trusting. But he said, I know I'm not the only one who trusts him. But I believe that there are some people in here who have experienced when you have put your faith and trust in things and in people and they have let you down and you're wondering if you can trust him, him being Jesus. But today the word of God, the Bible, the words that were spoken, something for somebody in here the seed of trust was planted and you're looking to know the trust that he spoke to all these people in here about and so in just a moment we're going to give you the opportunity to say to Jesus I trust you I believe you I believe you're the son of God I'm gonna place my life in your hands all of the other things may have failed me but I trust you oh God one of the great things about having heard what you just had a chance to experience is that your faith has gotten stronger there's no way that you could have heard this message and your faith has not been increased but where do we go how do we move from faith to faith the Bible is very clear that if you have not really made the greatest decision of your life, which is to become a Christian, you've really missed the great joy of the journey. So wherever you are, if you would like to have a personal relationship with Christ, do what the scripture says. Call upon the name of the Lord and you can be saved. Pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. Forgive me of my sin. Come into my heart. I receive you now as my Savior and as my Lord. I'm trusting you and only you to direct my life in Jesus' name. Congratulations, wherever you are, that means that you have become a believer. For those of you that are already believers, your faith is now stronger. Don't be merely a hearer, but be a doer, and let's change the world. If you just prayed that prayer, you have an opportunity to reach out to us and we would be honored to serve you and help you in your journey. Uh, please contact us at area code 313-871-FORT or please visit us on our website, citadeloffaith.org. That's simply spelled C-I-T-A-D-E-L of faith.org, all one word. We would love to hear your testimonies. We would love to hear your prayer requests. Know that you're in a partnership with us and you're not in the journey alone. Let's change the world together, one person at a time.